what's up? This is Paul from Origin, and you're listening to Interview Under Fire. All right, everyone, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Interview Under Fire. This is your host, Sonny, here, as always. Today, I, I want to welcome the insanely talented Axe Shredder and Paul Ryan. Man, thank you so much for joining our IUF Series today. You know, Paul, this has definitely been an exciting yet busy time of the year for you and the rest of the guys over at the mighty origin with a drop of your latest bone crusher of an album chaosmos it has dropped about a month ago dude i mean it doesn't feel like it just um, just over a month uh, just I over mean, a month ago yes yeah on nuclear blast and agonia records i, I want to begin by you know commending you on all the well-deserved recognition this has been getting so far i mean eight albums now into your arsenal i loved everything about chaosmos from top to bottom it's been in my it's been in my re- repeat uh whatever the you know, when you're listening to an album, it's in your rotation for the last month. There's just so much to unpack about this album. But before we get to all that and beyond, right, let's let's take a deep breath, Paul. I feel like we talked about it before the interview started. I do. I, I want to, you know, I want to obviously say, how are you? And obviously, this is the band's 25th anniversary. Here's the thing. We're talking right now on July 5th. Let's take it back one day because July 4th, 1997 is when oh. this band was founded, Paul. I mean, in that time span, I mean, eight albums, like I mentioned, right? I mean, not an easy thing to do here. I mean, I, I want to wind the clock back, you know? I don't know if you're a sentimental person like me, but have you ever just stopped to look back on that time in your life during the early days where Origin all began with you and Jeremy Turner? I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm asking you a heavy question to start things off, man. But seriously, how are you? And the twenty fifth anniversary. Take it from here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm great. I'm happy to be home. We were just out on the road. We did like forty two shows in forty five days, and uh, you know it was a great run. We played with some awesome bands. Uh, the first leg was with uh, Wake from uh, Canada and Wolf King from the Bay Area, at, along with uh, Misery Index, and then the second leg. Uh, which was right after I saw you a day a day or two after we met up with uh, Calidorus, uh from uh, Canada as well, and then um, Tombs from Jersey, yep. and then uh, and Abysmal Dawn from Southern California. Our fourth time uh, touring with Abysmal Dawn, and so um, it was a difficult run, as in the first week or so i wasn't used to being on the road like the rat race i forgot you know origin (laughs) in our 25 years we never went 25 months off um so it was a a new challenge like just you know we were on tour when uh c19 hit and the world shut down and we had to scramble to get our lives together and you know we got we were denied entry into canada i basically drove from new york all the way to california et cetera et cetera we had to do a merch cartel you know we had like a 16 grand merch bill and our fan base was very supportive and we sold our stuff at a discounted price and we got out of the red and and just got to the black and just kept it at that you know i mean and uh uh all over the places we played um we went with the strip down you know, it was just the four of us and a sound guy, tour manager who also helps drive. Uh, so it was, uh, it was, uh, you know, it was like a DIY old school days. So yeah. it's, uh, you know, a little, you felt a little rough around the edges, but we were playing great, you know, so it was fun. Um, you know, at, you know, 
anytime you put out a new album, you know, you get the new album jitters, you know what I mean? Uh, I had a little bit of jitters of getting back up there and being on stage again. It felt good because after a while you could become comfortable with everything. And, you know, you know, it, it, you know, in the early days we toured a whole bunch and, you know, sometimes after a while it felt like work because it, it was just doing it so much that it wasn't even like for fun anymore. So it was, I got some jitters and, you know, some, not say stage fright, but you know, excitement to be back up yeah. on the stage again and perform for people. I feel like, and, having... and then the second part, the second part, I guess, uh, about <laughs> the 20, uh, you know, it was basically, I think it was July 3rd of 1997. There was nothing to do. It was holiday weekend. Uh, I was in Topeka, Kansas, and there was a down by anger, pissing racers, spud monsters and propane concert. And I was like, you know, there's nothing <laughs> else going on. Holy shit. I'd rather go to a, a bar or something and, 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 and sneak a couple beers in the alley and watch a hardcore kind of a, a metal show. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm just sitting there kicking it and, uh, you know, and a lot of familiars, but, I, and uh, I look over and I, I, it was Jeremy Turner and I had seen him around. He'd been around the scene for a while, but I didn't really know him. And uh, I don't know. We bumped it each other at the bar and he was wearing a Campbell Corp shirt and I was like yo man what's up you know etc cetera, etc cetera. and he's like uh you know not much this and that and I was like start shooting the breeze and and uh and uh it turned out he, he was looking to play some music you know with somebody and so we both had July 4th off and I was like you know what you know let's get let's get together and, and uh, uh let's play some guitar tomorrow, you know what I mean? So, uh, Hell yeah. so, uh, so that's, that's how it all started. That's how we, uh, officially met. And, uh, you know, he just named off a couple bands, you know, and I had a couple bands and it was, we we're like, yeah, we're into the same thing. Let's, let's just jam, hang out. And then like, it was like, from there, it was just, I got some material that I've had sitting around and I know some guys, but let's, let's, let's form some stuff together and see what happens. And, you know, you never know, you know, it's, you know, a band is much like being married to multiple partners and you got to figure things out, you know, but you know, it started off great. And I, I mean, it's came a long way since in the last 25 years. So. And, and there's definitely been a level of consistency in, in your art artwork. I mean, in your crafts, you know, uh, Paul, throughout since you first started, you know, Origin's been one of the more like consistent bands in that time frame. I mean, eight albums I mentioned before, not an easy thing to do. You guys have progressed throughout that sound that I've heard since 2000, you know, and uh, I've been around since then. You know, you guys were one of the first like gateways of like death metal for someone like me. I want to touch on that here in a second, but, you know, touring, right? I want to get on that subject of touring because it's it is one of the most exciting things to see happen again in our lives lately, considering what we've all been through these last two years. You know, I feel like having an album drop in the middle of that touring cycle that you just described, I feel like that kicked things up a notch, right? It's like, it makes things more exciting. Now you're getting back into the groove, getting back into the stage after what, two years of not doing it. I mean, was there a level of like overwhelmingness for you? It's like, man, it's yeah, you mentioned the, the nervousness with there, but it's like, man, I got to figure out what I got to do on stage again. All right, this is stage left. All right, uh, uh, Jason, you stand over here. Like, it's like you have to like coordinate with your band members to, to did it, did it ever come to that? It's like, okay, or did you just pick up where you left off? You know, from I like, mean, you know, like, uh, I mean, you get the hardest part is getting some of the newer material, you know, you want to 
you got to highlight the new material, you know, and you want to make it, you know, uh, a force to be reckoned with as well. I mean, yeah. I feel like uh, as far as our playing, you know, like it, it was nice to get in the room and jam and, you know, with the guys and then get up on stage and perform some newer tracks. I mean, we were touring before the album came out. So like when we play these songs at first, the first yeah. week or so, nobody even heard it. So they just kind of stood there starstruck. <laughs> a lot of the people, I, I know this, I, I remember this at the show in Dallas, uh, a lot of people that were there, it was actually their first show post. Well, I want to say we're still in the pandemic, but you know, since the pandemic started. So yeah. it was all, a lot like people didn't know what to do. It's like, like, you know, it was almost like a, an, I don't want to say almost, it was a reunion, you know, for all of us. And I, I mean, being there, I haven't seen, I haven't seen people there in two years. I'm sure you felt the same way, you know, getting back out on the road again, but yeah, you know, no, I, I mean, I, like, and I love the question. Some crowds, some crowds yeah. were so anxious to get back into it. And some crowds you had to coax them because it was like, oh yeah, I forgot this stuff hurts, <laughs> you know, with the mosh pits and stuff. So, well, I'm sorry to interrupt, but yeah, no, there's I definitely a reunion, a source of friends and family that I've missed up from being on the road too, you know what I mean? And in fans. Now I got to ask, I mean, obviously you had technically two different tours, uh, you know, with going back to back, what show stood out the most in your eyes? And, uh, you know, like what, like what city surprised you? What are post pandemic audiences like stuff like that? Like <laughs> I'm making you really think now. <laughs> uh, this technically just ended. Like it's, it wasn't that long ago, but it feels like years ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, it's hard. As I had to sit there and go through it. I mean, like, okay, so I always really like, uh, well, like there's kind of like this, these inner battles between cities sometimes. Uh -huh. So it's always, I, I'm, you know, we even you know we use it in texas too you know what i mean but when we were in quebec uh you know uh, montreal is considered the big city and uh, yeah. quebec city they're they're the country bumpkins or whatever you know to you know so you know it's always a thing about oh you know we don't want we you don't want to be shown up by the montreal pit do you, you know I mean? so, yeah. <laughs> um so the the, the whole quebec the two shows in Quebec, Montreal and Quebec City were great. Um, I mean, there was a some, let's see here. I mean, it's it's funny how much how, how much I used to love playing like New York City or any of the boroughs, but now it's like, um, I want to get out of there. You know, like the yeah. parking's always a problem and uh, it's the hustle and bustle. Um, yeah, something stayed the same during the pandemic. Let's point that out. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm trying to think here. I mean, I really the the Dallas or the excuse me, yeah, the Dallas show. Uh, you know, it was cool because uh, I've only seen Hypocrisy a couple times through festivals, or uh, you know that we played together. Maybe yeah. one time I saw them actually perform where I went to their, well, no, twice. I saw them perform twice, but otherwise it's been at festivals. And then it was, I don't know if I've seen this right, Karak Angren. Karak Angren, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Dutch band. And we've done, like, we were on the boat cruise with them, and they played, I've seen them a couple times. And and that was just a really uh, kind of an epic show, you know what I mean? Like a, a very diverse show, because they had Wolf King and, and, uh, the agonist was there yeah so you know that was a 
for the fans, I got to see a pretty diverse show, uh, like a good show. Like, um, and uh, let's see. Oh man, I really, I mean, there was some good ones. Uh, like Portland, Oregon was a lot of fun. Uh, Vancouver is always good. Um, and we, another thing we did was the, uh, when we were in uh, Alberta, you know, we did the, oh, you don't want to be shown up by Edmonton about who had a better pit, <laughs> you know, in Calgary, you know what I mean? So, uh, and then, and we ended in my, uh, my old home uh, in Kansas and we played at the bottleneck, which is where one of the places, one of my three places, favorite places in, in Kansas to play that's still around and, uh, or two. So there's only two that is, you know, and now, unfortunately, sadly due to the pandemic, but the Baldenek and the Granada and Lawrence, Kansas are my two favorite places to play in my own home state. Um, so I get to see my family and friends there. And, you know, so it's hard because there's so many emotions because I, you know, I, I got to, you know, see some friends I haven't got to see, you know, origin yeah. never went, you know, nine months without playing a show, let alone 25. So, and, you know, I got to eat, <laughs> uh, you know, Arizona's different than Texas on there, you know, the different than Tex-Mex and then, and the California is different. So I'm on, you know, uh, I, you know, I, I, I love taco cabana because it's 24 hours, <laughs> uh, you know, like, for a chain, you know, like, oh, it's like great. I mean, there's, there's a place outside uh, San Diego. That's the 24 hour uh, spot that's called Roberto's is just down the street from brick by brick. So I love, you know, there's different places in uh, Poly Muertos and Philly Muertos and, and, and Arizona. So I get, you know, I'm a, I like eating Mexican food a lot. So, uh, so, so uh, let, let me tell you something, Paul, here's the thing. Last, I want to say last November. So I went with my friends. We took a road trip up out to Kansas City, right? Um, mm -hmm. Like like the Kansas side. Um, we were actually going to the Giants and Chiefs game because I'm a New York Giants fan. Don't hate me. So and so we went up there for a road trip. Went to the Giants and Chiefs game. I tried. Now I'm from Texas, right? What's popular in Texas? Barbecue. I tried barbecue out there in Kansas City. It's like you know that's like. One of the things you have to try when the you're Q. out there. Yeah, yeah, try and the KCQ. So here's the thing. It took me a while to get used to it. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because I had Texas barbecue my whole life. I Maybe I liked it a lot more than they did. My, but my friends were like, man, I'm just not feeling the KC barbecue here, man. It's not it's not Texas. But I'm trying to think of it. Try not to compare it to Texas barbecue because there's a difference between the two. I feel like it's more. Well, you guys are. We're, you we're, guys we're a rub? more of a dry rub. Yeah. Um, what, what place do you remember where you went to? We went to, uh, man, I gotta, I gotta text my friend, which place. it was more of a family friendly type of barbecue. Arthur but Bryan's? I can't Gates? remember, but okay. Okay. The, the, the item on the menu was taste of KC. That's what it was called. Does that ring a bell? I, my favorite is a place called Zarda. Zarda. Okay, I'm gonna have to. Well, I'm gonna have to announce. Z a r d a. They got okay. So first of all, their burn tips are fantastic. Okay. They have an apple barbecue sauce. Oh I mean, my that, gosh. Okay, yeah. that already sounds. That already sounds like something you can't beat. That's okay. And then, that's, okay, so they got other great sauces too, but their apple barbecue sauce is so good. 
They do white <laughs> cheddar macaroni and cheese, and they do a vinegar-based coleslaw, and they just and then they put two fat slices of not toast, but like Texas toast, up all the juices. Mm. That I mean, that's where that's my favorite. A lot of people say Arthur Bryant's. A lot of people say Gates. I mean, yeah, I, I can't, just that I apple can't, barbecue sauce. Yeah, I can't remember the name of the restaurant you went to. I think it was more of a main restaurant chain that's what it felt i've never seen that restaurant before it was i think feel like it, it felt more of a family friendly type of restaurant but that was like the closest thing to us to our to our vicinity where we were staying in kc but zarda you'll have to message me another i, I want to find out yeah because you are, i can already tell the look on your face man you should have talked to me before you went bud that's <laughs> just like the first thing zarda all right i i actually i got that saved now so i'm gonna make sure I let my friend know. By the way, I love uh, Kansas City. Probably one of my favorite places to ever be in. I absolutely love that city. I mean, I spent a couple days there, but we went to the brewery there. Uh, that was yeah. really cool. Pretty I got straight. To, uh, I, it was, um, I had the shirt. Where'd the shirt go? It's somewhere in my room. Boulevard? The Boulevard. Boulevard yeah. Brewery. Holy shit. Absolutely love that. We were really drunk by the end of the tour, but it was so worth it. But And then, of course, Arrowhead Stadium, the tradition there Hoffman. in Kansas City. It was it Kaufman. Was really, you got the baseball yeah. stadium right there. Hell yeah, yeah. Kauf, Kaufman's right next door. That was really cool. It was really rainy. That we went during Halloween weekend, so it was it was really cool to see like the nightlife also in Kansas City. Um, but yeah, absolutely, absolutely amazing to be out there. But um, yeah, so I will let you know next time I'm all right in your neck I, of the woods, I, Zarda. I, so I I wish I knew that. So now. Uh, Let's get to freaking uh, Chaosmos, dude, because I feel like I'm gonna, my mind's going to blow up if I don't talk about it. Because here's the thing. I, you know, we're only midway through the year. There have been so many album of the year contenders. And when I heard the drop of Chaosmos, I'm like, okay, come on. We have to, I mean, as far as death metal goes, traditional, brutal death metal, you guys have always kept it. There's that, I mentioned that level of consistency, right? And this dropped uh, about a month ago on June 3rd for people who don't know yet. It's the eighth album. Uh, out on Nuclear yeah. Blast and Agonia. Now, this also marks your return to Nuclear Blast, which, if I'm not mistaken, uh, this is also, you know, the 25th anniversary, like I mentioned earlier. Something I also want to mention, Paul, is I'm sure the fans have seen it. This, uh, I, a new logo for Origin. I mean, uh, this is the first time I, I noticed something like that throughout the pattern of your albums. Like, huh, I'm not familiar with that logo. So I went back and looked through all your other albums. I got asked about this. Uh, what were the influences or decisions behind the rebranding, so to speak? Because I love it. All right. So I grew up in the whole sci-fi type of movie-esque, you know, watching movies like Alien and, you know, Men in Black, you know, stuff like that. But like seeing like a style, that font, I felt like that fits your band more than anything else. So... <laughs> so okay, <what>? well, uh, <laughs> I, so here's the thing. I, I don't think we were, we used our backdrop at that show, but if you looked at our backdrop what, that we were on tour, it has the uh, new and the old logo into one. We've been using that logo since 2009 by a fan created by a famous uh, Texas native. I believe he's from Texas. I know he lives in Texas. Mr. John Zig, uh, oh, engraver. Uh, tattoo artist made it for us in 2009 and we used it um, some on some merchandise we did it with uh, some hoodies so during the antithesis run 
Um, I mean, yes, if you look, the logo of Origin has changed a little bit. Almost every album, almost. Uh, yeah. You know, Entity was a little different. Uh, you know, we just do different things, but I, I just really wanted to use that logo. Again, you know, it's not really rebranded. I've been wanting to use it for a while, but it just seemed like, uh, oh yeah it just it just stood out it just stood out so much I, I was lining up i remember i was i was i was going as i was prepping for this uh interview i was looking through all the albums i'm like this really like it stands out like it really grabs me but and i remember the backdrop was actually the we had a dallas had a like a like a like a computer backdrop you know where you plug yeah in. We, we have it a, was, a physical one though yeah okay okay yeah it was a digital one i don't think i remember seeing it on there because you just had the orange origin logo like from the actual album but man i didn't know that so it's about 13 years old <laughs> this new yeah, logo no, i guess <laughs> been around for a little bit we did it on a couple different t-shirts you know i mean you know like if i mean dying fetus you said the pointy logo and now they go like the yeah bold. that's right that's right the ball of carnage did you know started with the pointy and went to the bold and i was like well, we're doing the reverse we're getting pointy <laughs> in our old age we're, we're, we're just switching things up here you know yeah I, I absolutely love it i love what you guys did with this i i actually didn't even know about the whole uh john zig man uh shout out to him for for making it happen finally 13 years i mean better late than never right but now yeah, you no, guys finally I, I mean, got out I, there I, I always really liked it so i'm really happy that we i love it got, yeah finally got to use it and uh i want to repeat the words here eighth album you know i've been saying this a lot before we get into the core of chaosmos because this is also the follow-up to 2017's unparalleled universe i absolutely love that album but paul man you know here you are you know eight albums in you're also the sole original member left since the dawn of all this you've seen the lineup changes over the year over the years so i, I gotta ask you know is there any such thing as pressure for you paul when you decide to sit down and write again for a whole new album or even just a follow-up considering we are well into origins career at this point you know Oh, I mean, yeah, there is a pressure, you know, uh, point to it. Uh, you know, early on in Origins history, it was like, you know, um, kind of a different mentality. Like, sh I call it shoot em up, bang, bang. Uh, <laughs> the albums are all action yeah. movies. And now I added a little plot depth to the storyline. And, you know, that's why these albums are 40 to 45 minutes long now, because I think the albums, if you had four more three minute songs that were instead of like these different dynamics yeah uh the album would lose some of its edge you know what i mean it's kind of you know if you do something too much it loses its effect you know what i mean and especially if you start adding on those longer uh album times you know so uh yes there's the pressure within um you know i've saw i've seen a lot of bands that toured so much that they burnt themselves out and they just watered it down putting out crappy albums and you know it's like i i, I want at the end of the day it's the death metal soundtrack of my life and i like to create uh have some integrity you know because musicians are known for their honesty integrity and strong moral values <laughs> put an asterisk next to that <laughs> <laughs> but uh exactly yeah but uh yeah, I, you know, I just want to, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I'm just trying to create music where, you know, like I, and, you know, 
you got to be careful if you say, uh, you know, never sold out. Then the next thing you do is sell out. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> uh, you know, I, the name origin, I can do whatever I want with, you know, but, you know, like I, I, I have some integrity to like maintain what the band, you know, I got to do something a little different every album or otherwise, like I said, uh, you know, I wish I was in a band like ACDC that they have a formula and it works for them. I am not in an arena rock band. I'm playing a death metal band. So I'm trying to switch it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah have some integrity and, and, and maintain the name. So I want people, you know, you know, to uh, feel confident. I hope that when they push play on the origin album, they kind of know what they're going to get. You're going to get it. You're going to go on a roller coaster ride. It's going to be fast, uh, you know, and uh, there's going to be some turns in there that you weren't expecting. Maybe I hope, uh, you know, and so, so create some dynamic dynamics where, you know, uh, that, that puts you on a roller coaster ride. So it gives the the listeners some twists and turns as well that, you know, so it makes it entertaining listen. So that's, that's what I try to achieve. Um, you know, now there's so much music out there and, you know, so many bands, it, you know, it's hard to break through in any genre, yeah. let alone the underground death metal scene. So yeah, uh, but our fan base is very. Uh, is, we got a pretty strong worldwide fan base, and uh, you know, uh, the general appreciation. You know, obviously, you got to do it somewhat for yourself. You know, uh, you know, oddly, people like death metal. You know, <laughs> oddly, to, yeah. you're not supposed to like it. No, not at the show happened. we went to. Right? Did you see all that? People were kids just came. They people started. Uh, they they were coming in more and more toward once the evening started. And it was yeah. it was a full out like it was it was really good to see. That was a really good night, Saturday night in Dallas. I mean, uh, yeah. one of the best shows I've been to this year so far. But man, yeah, no, okay. I had a great time. And and here's the and thing, it, dude. As, as go ahead, are you going to finish up saying oh, that? Oh, I was just going to say, as sinister as our music is, I look down and I see people smiling and having a good time. And you know, we do are a serious band on an album, but we try to present. Hey, we're going to get up here on stage. We're going to play some crazy music. We're going to try to get the crowd involved and we're going to have some fun up here. You know, we got to make it. Fun. I mean, it's fun to play crazy and technical, but it's also fun to get it. It's more fun when the crowd's reacting to like what you're doing instead of being like on song six at two minutes and 13 seconds in i noticed that you hit the 23rd fret instead of the 21st fret. you know what i mean why does that <laughs> sound like someone actually told you that <laughs> uh yeah it's happened you know what I mean? oh it's my like... gosh but it's a cool thing about you mentioned acdc we're all fans of acdc as much as we're all fans of origin that's the cool thing about the community we're in you know because it's along that same lines of the music that we all listen to and i feel like it's it's really cool to see the different sides of what rock and roll and metal and underground, whatever have you. It's really amazing to see the the fans come out and really represent all aspects of that of that music. That's really cool to see. That's what I love. And I'm and I'm I bet you 99% of those people at that show we were at in Dallas were love ACDC as much as Origin. That's the cool thing about it because there are so many people from so many different parts of genres they listen to, you know. I, I believe if I'm not mistaken, there was a guy there who had like a button down like pink shirt like a polo like in the middle of the crowd and he was moshing during yeah, no, i saw that that was yeah. insane <laughs> i think there was like a 
a wolf. Uh, you know, Hold sometimes yeah, like yeah, I remember fan. that. Yeah, I think it was during Karakon Grand too. That guy was going crazy as well. Yeah, no, sometimes there's like Banana Man or like Lizard <laughs> Man. You know? Yeah, man. Yeah, uh, there was the like the Pete Cardigan guy. He was in the pit. I remember that. Yeah, that was that was really cool to see, and that's the cool thing about these shows is that people just from all all corners of like within the genre we listen to they they come out and they support the music, and it that's what it's all about to see live music return to it's it's where it belongs that's really maybe even better actually i don't know if you've seen like the footage of like hellfest for example i mean i've never seen it that big maybe they just went no, it's even bigger that i haven't played it in you know a decade or so yeah even longer in decades, let's, let's get you guys back Slayer on was the headliner <laughs> it was like i mean it was a stacked bill it was like origin dying fetus forbidden obituary at the gates mashuga uh motorhead morbid angel and slayer and 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 Shit. and now they have like ozzy and kiss and metallica and it's a week long you know it used to just be a couple days yeah so. it was so, i looked at the dates so like, are they really doing it one weekend and then again the next weekend for another four yeah. days like oh my yeah. goodness and vakin hasn't yeah, even like started yet. Vakin's next people. month it's 400,000 people, you know what I mean? So it's that's an incredible amount of people. So I'll look forward to seeing yeah, you guys on Hellfest next year. Again, I hope to experience that again. It's, it's uh, oddly, I can't remember, 2007, 2000, I can't remember when we played it. I but, think it was um, 08, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, maybe. But uh, I remember uh, we did pretty good in France before that. But after Hellfest, the next time we played France, it was like we played – like maybe Bordeaux, Lyon, Nantes, Toulouse, mm -hmm. of yeah. course, Paris. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, but anyway, it was like, uh, it was like, oh, I, I never heard Origin. I'm sorry, Dave. Now I'm speaking like I'm <laughs> fake French. But uh, that's pretty good, they actually. Say little, they, say little, they say it a little different there. But uh, they say anyway, a little bit more I, fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, they uh, we actually broke down our 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 uh, tour bus broke down, or we needed to do something. And uh, I'm in the tour bus, and I'm sitting there, and uh, while they're working on it, and there's there's no power. I'm just we're all just kicking and arrested, but I, I couldn't sleep, uh, and I I'm like, what is who is listening to origin on this bus right now? You know, like why would anyone do that? You know what I mean? You get to hear it every night, you know, because yeah. there's three bands on three or four bands on the bus. So anyway, I step out of the bus and it's the mechanics, uh, this <laughs> repair shop. They were all, they saw Origin at Hellfest. And I mean, this is the next year. They just randomly had on Antithesis and were listening to yeah. Antithesis while they were working and didn't know that we were on the bus. You know what I mean? How <laughs> so was that? Like, did they, did they know that it was you guys? And, uh, yeah. And then we got out and signed autographs and t shirts and stuff. You know what I mean? So it was. They couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it either. But, you know, like I said, Hellfest is that big of a deal. Uh, yeah. It's an incredible, uh, you know, lifetime uh, metal event. You know, I don't know if you ever did the 70,000 tons of metal boat cruise. Man, I wish. You, 
Okay, that's something that, you know, if as a metalhead, if, if you want to experience like a European festival, I would highly recommend. I mean, there's a couple of them. Hellfest is like the big, the big one. And then like 70,000 tons of metal crews. If, you know, especially if like for the guys that, you know, work the 6 a.m. to 2 o'clock in the afternoon shift and they can't go to all the concerts, you get to see 80 bands for five days. 24 hours drinking food you know you'll be walking by and there's karaoke and there's flotsam and jetsam singing with some fan you know or whatever you know what i mean there's the guy yeah. from candle mass or there's the drummer of uh, maria you know what i mean so uh and plus all the bands playing and it's just you know for a metal fan or a metal head those are some experiences i hope you get to experience one day cross off your bucket list yeah, you know, everything you're telling me, Paul, I feel like it would be safe to say that you do have a newfound appreciation of the live music experience now, right? I mean, I mean, I don't know about you, but I was at a show like every week before the shutdowns. You know, I don't know what to do with myself when when I didn't go to a show for like and once May of 2020 hit, June of 2020 hit, and then two years went by. Somehow we aged two years. I don't know how, but here we are. But you know, it's just like I know I found newfound appreciation for it. You know, my first show back was actually the metal tour of the year you know when lamb of god and megadeth were out last summer we got to cover that show we actually covered two dates dallas and el paso and i was looking around and it was just holy shit like live music i love that people still care about live music for a lot of us and i i think i think i can say this for a lot of us at that show it was our first show back honestly you know um and it was a really cool thing to see we also covered iuf also covered the so what music festival i don't know if you heard about that last month here it was a three-day festival here in arlington texas you had bands like you know the ghost inside it, you it was rap rock and pop all three genres you had ghost inside on one stage then you had some 41 on the other stage then you had trippy red on another stage like back to back to back i've never been a part of something like this but to get to your point about like festivals, it really just, it's, it, it's really a bucket list thing. Like getting to see people like come on and really support the music. It, I feel like there's no words to no word to like describe this experience because what you just described to me, the mechanics listening to antithesis, you know, not knowing that the band is on their tour bus. I mean, it's little things like that. Now it's just like, now you're telling me that that's a huge story. It really, it's a big deal. You know, I feel like it was just a, a regular story you would tell someone before the pandemic. I feel like that really, the pandemic really, it shaped the way how I mentally see things, you know? Oh, I mean, it changed the, it changed everything. I mean, I, I, I live for live music. I always went to, that's what I do. That I go to live music as much as possible, you know? So I, 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 I try to go to, you know, I, you know, Obviously, I was on tour when all this stuff was going on, but I still, you know, uh, go to live music as much as I can. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, I saw Immolation just down the street from where I live. Uh, I saw, you know, the Cradle Filth, you know, I, I was uh, War with Napalm, you know, and so many things, uh, so many shows, you know, there's been so many shows, you know. So, uh, I mean... I can't imagine a world without, I mean, like we all lived it. Yeah. We, uh, it, it was, a, it wasn't a fun of a place without live music. So. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, you, you nailed it right on the head. So I, I feel like we could talk about 
this subject forever but it, you know i remember getting there on day one of the so what music fest i remember lorna shore was on and then suicide silence was on like back to back it was 100 degrees outside on yeah. a three o'clock on a friday but and every like it was packed like people from front to back like three stages and then you had and then out of all like, like the next like the maybe an hour later you had someone like rebecca black on the pop stage and everyone was uh, just like you know it was crazy it was it was really cool hopefully you guys i'm gonna i'm gonna lobby for you guys to be on this festival next year because it was it was a sight to see it was really crazy festival hey i i i fear no fest i fear playing before <laughs> after no band i uh, we've we've done some i've played Shows with Stuck Mojo to Thursday. To, oh shit, uh, dude! <laughs> I yeah, it's just kind of converge, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. Zoom. I mean, all kinds of different styles. You know what I mean? So uh, that's you know the thing is, is I feel like Origin is just a unique experience wherever we play. If they even if they don't get it, we're gonna create some kind of mood. You know. What I mean? I love that how like when you guys play, you guys you guys always have that like chaotic type of attitude when you're on stage. Like, man, like Jason, I don't know how he has the energy to do it, but it's just like he's going from one corner of the stage to the other. Like it was so hard to keep up with him. And that's what I love. Like it I feel like Jason is is like the perfect he's like the perfect front man for this band. Like you guys really nailed the nailed, nailed the head on getting some. Yeah, no, we're very fortunate. He, he's like an entertainer or a ringleader of the fans, you know what I mean? He, he wants people, you know, to create an environment. He wants to create memorable experiences. He wants people, you know, like we can get up there and just play our instruments to go through the set and, and <laughs> that would be fine. But we, we like seeing the people move and get crazy and have fun and, and do all the fun, silly stuff that we do on stage to get the fans going. And it usually makes it if there's a band after us, it usually makes it better for them too. Cause you know what I mean? Like if the crowd isn't warmed up by us, well, they're gonna be warmed <laughs> up for the next man. I'll tell you that. No, they were definitely warmed up. They're away, they're they're definitely warmed up after seeing you guys. You guys really started that shit. That second act, like origin, like when you guys came, I was like, All right, now shit's about to go down. And by the way, I I, I have to mention this, but your solo on decolonizer. Probably oh. my probably my favorite origin track that I've heard. I mean, it's it it took a while, but I, I heard that track a lot over and over. But it was between that, uh, the title track, and then Heat Death. But it was just I feel like you guys really found like a recipe that works for you guys over the years, and you've stuck to that. Not even not only stuck to that, but even progressed on that sound. So decolonizer. Uh... I was basically listening. Well, I would I always listen to these albums, but Harmony Corruption and Clandestine, yeah. Napalm Death and Entomb. Yep, and yep. sadly, LG passed on, and I got to see Entomb with LG on the Clandestine tour, and I, you know, also got to meet Jesse Pendado, uh, Napalm Terrorizer. Wow. But uh, yeah, I was just really digging into those bands right then and there, and like, uh, you know, we kind of did like. Starting around Entity, we did a grinder uh, called Banishing Illusion. And then on Omnipresent, we did Redistribution of Filth, which kind of like a throwback grindcore, napalmish yeah. vibe song. Uh, we did True Slayer on the last album, which was just a ripper, you know what I mean? Um, like Fear Factory meets Brewheria, you know what I mean? That, that kind of grind style. And, and Decolonizer, 
was based around, uh, we just, for a title until we had a band, or it was called Clandestine Corruption, just as an idea of like a song, like, instead of like, you know, song six, well, which one is six? Oh, I thought that was song two, you know what I mean? So we had like, Heat Death was called eight. Well, eventually it, it first started out as four minute banger, and then it was five minute banger, and then it was six minute banger, and then it's eight minute banger. And then I made an outro at the end. But anyway, that Decolonizer is kind of my, that early, late 80s, early 90s death metal that I love so much and listen to. That That's primarily what I, all I listen to really. And, uh, and then uh, I was like, oh man, I'm, so it got to a part where the song was getting longer and longer and longer. And then I was like, <laughs> oh man, well, you know what? Uh, there really isn't a lot of flash on this album, you know, panoptical, you know what I mean? Like flashy kind of guitar oriented stuff. So I was like, you know what? I really haven't done any solos on this. Like, you know, I've done some riff harps with wrist based around arpeggios, but yeah. there wasn't really any like solos and like, I wanted to keep that old school vibe. So I tried to make it sound like, uh, like entombed at the first part like the first part of the solo and then i kind of went with a james murphy kind of like obituary cause of death his leads are i always thought were so tasteful uh and so i kind of mimicked a james murphy-esque uh type solo i hope that doesn't offend anybody uh, <laughs> i tried to be honorable and it, I hope make it sound nice and then i went into like a riff arpeggio kind of Paul Ryan-esque uh, at the tail of it, uh, of the solo to make it re-embrace the origin, a little bit of origin on top of it. Cause I, I, I consider myself an old school death metal, even though like we're second generation, you know I mean? I kind of grew up listening and playing that music too. It's just that uh, I got recognized playing the origin stuff. So that's yeah. What, so. Um, uh, real quick, by the rest in peace to LG of Intune, because you know, uh, he played a big part in you know what we listened to in death metal with entombed and and, and uh, i think it was can't believe how many musicians we lost in the last couple of years just alone and that's that's definitely something to think about but um but what's really cool paul what you just told me listen to what you just think about what you just listed out all those artists it's you're not you're not doing a disservice man it's showing your influence that you've incorporated in that song that's what's really cool also colescape Absolutely love that back-to-back -back track between Decolonizer and Coldscape. That's probably my favorite part of the album because I okay. repeated, I, I went I went into I think I broke the repeat button on those two songs over and over. Absolutely <laughs> love that. But but man, dude, uh, the sound itself was also a big part of this record that I really love, dude. I am an audiophile these days, man. So I'm very picky on how I want my music to sound, the way I want it to sound. You know, I also felt like I don't know if this was intentional. By the way, shout out to rob rebeck who's known for his work with unmerciful and and van laid and you know he took a part of the production process because i felt this album it had that dirty death metal mix that you would hear from the 80s and 90s death metal albums was that on purpose or was that just the way it ended up sounding? i, mean, I, I, I felt like i felt like it had that well rob's been working with us for a while i mean he does everything i mean he he's done brother lynch hung and tech nine and you know he's done yeah, yeah. a lot of origin stuff he does gospel you know he he, he likes working with origin 
in some ways he feels like he's Dr. Phil sometimes <laughs> or, uh, he's got a, you know, there's tempers are flaring, but he's really great. And like, um, you know, we just try to come up with a product. Like I'll show him a couple of things and this is how I kind of want sound. And John has ideas about how he wants his drums to sound. Yeah. And, you know, we try to make it sound real. We don't, the only thing that's like, not that a sound replacement is the kick drums which is prominent but it's really john playing them it's not just cleaned up and quantized just to a grid you know what i mean but you there's depth to the snare you can hear depth to the toms you know what i mean like i try to make it sound not completely edited if that makes any sense yeah. like the old school death metal sound um it's not perfect it's i mean it's human um but uh yeah i was like you know pretty much uh i i i'm happy with it i mean there's always somebody you know isn't but um yeah i was just trying to i felt like you know like we, we caught our joke t-shirt on this door was uh it said technically death metal you know what i mean because <laughs> uh, <laughs> i've been saying we're death metal all along but yeah, you know, then technically death metal. <laughs> you know, it's like there was was, death was, was that on one of the shirts in the merch booth? Or did I yes. was that just okay? I I thought I saw something. I was like, whose shirt is that? Okay, now I get it because I didn't have time to see all the merch at because there were so many bands that day. But holy shit, oh, I got to yeah, technically death metal. That's probably the dude. Just stick with that. That's the perfect way to describe origin <laughs> at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we're not like the most crazy and i mean we're, we're uh, we are an aggressive tempo band and you know like i am not saying you know people are like you know i just try to do my own thing up there i'm not competing against anybody else but just trying to create the best live experience that people can see when they come see origin yeah. you know what i mean and uh and we we bring a fun time to the stage and you know so whatever the kids want to call it nowadays that's fine but i'm you know technically death metal works for me <laughs> dude you have no idea how much i'm gonna quote that now i can't believe i've never thought of that before technically death metal please endorse that and i will be your i'll i'll be your biggest supporter for that but you know you know paul you know we've covered a good amount of ground on this awesome interview not even an interview just a conversation all we're missing is just a beer dude but you know, I, I wish we could have done this in person, but hopefully we'll do this again when you guys come back to Dallas. Bro. I'll be around. We we got we gotta talk some Q, we gotta talk some hot sauce. You know? Man, you're busting my ass about that Q now. I was like, man, should I mention that to him? I knew no, I, I, I I knew I, it. Now, now, so, now I want to have a taste of tea, you know. So, so here's not... the thing. So I have a so I have a I have a work group, and one of my work groups, she's from she's she's actually working remote from uh Kansas City. And she is just on me about, man, Sonny, I'm going to, you better get some, you better come back and get some actual Kansas City barbecue. You went to the wrong yeah. restaurant because we didn't have, because we just got, we just, we got our tickets. We got to the city. We didn't really have anybody else we knew there, you know, it was yeah, like, no, okay, I what's the it. closest like barbecue to this hotel? We're, we're, we were smack dab right in the middle of downtown KC. So you'll have to and, message and me. I mean, you I, know, there's, you'll just have to message me. I, I want to know. So we'll I also learned two. there that there are two parts of downtown KC. There's the Kansas, Kansas City, and then Missouri, Kansas City. Is that right? Yeah. Like, and it's then broken up to two one, parts. Yeah, there's KC, KCKS and KCMO. And then, that, you know, there's right. Westport. Westport, the right. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the riot room used to be. Unfortunately, it's no more. But uh, um, yeah, that's there, there's some good queue around there. There, I mean, uh, did you have? I still, I still feel you, don't, you don't have bar, you don't have barbecue at the amplified venue, have you? At uh, in Dallas, yeah, when you guys yeah, put, yeah. yeah, it's good. I like yeah, it. It's good. It's good. I, <laughs> I know I'm you're gonna be saying, like, it's not as good as the Q and K. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not as good. <laughs> I'm just saying they don't have oh. certain things that I enjoy as much. Man, but all the stuff that you listed out, like the coleslaw, and then like the specific vinegar-based coleslaw, white cheddar macaroni, mm. and, and like uh, I don't know if you ever had apple butter, but just think, I have not. Like, okay, but okay, apple butter is like. It's like apple sauce that you could use like on peanut butter or as a spread. But anyway, just Dude, imagine whatever. Bar- oh my gosh, that sounds so good. <laughs> taking barbecue and um, you know, mincing up like some really nice apples. You know, we're approaching this last part of our conversation, Paul, but uh, I do want to, you know, thank you so much. I want to thank you so much, you know, just for sharing so much about like who you are and and what origin is all about, you know, from the early days and you know, Topeka for, you know, where you, where you are today, 25 years again, I got to ask, you know, you mentioned so many things, so many experiences that you've been through. What is the most rewarding part for someone like you, Paul, who is now at this point in their career? You know, you've been involved with so many other different aforementioned, you know, talented bands, artists, individuals throughout that timeline we've discussed, you know, as a musician, you know, as a guitarist or hell, even just a human being, you know, did all that sort of just play a part in helping you grow as a person like you see things differently today from july 3rd 1997 you know oh absolutely i mean i i've been very blessed and fortunate and i'm not a religious person i mean i I believe luck uh is when preparation meets opportunity uh you know i've experienced a lot so many different cultures it's hard to look at the world with the same eyes I did 25 years ago, you know, um, seeing so many unbelievable places, you know, I've out traveled, you know, my great, great grandfather's from Northern Ireland. My grandfather, um, my mom's side is, you know, from Italy, you know, my, my uncle, you know, he was in the military and he went to Australia and and Japan and, you know, like my dad lived in California in the sixties and, and, you know, so, and I've out traveled all of my family, you know, you know, and I've been so many places and experienced so many different cultures of people and food and music. And, uh, you know, it would, I would be blind if I was exactly the same from not living through these adventures and meeting all these wonderful, great people that are eclectically metal fans and, you know, listen to some of the craziest, gnarliest stuff out there. But, you know, I mean, sadly, we lost a lot of people along the way. But, you know, a lot of people are, you know, live for this stuff, as do I. You know what I mean? So uh, I've just been uh, fortunate to have experienced it, that the music that I've created uh, and uh, grasped people in a way that they will come and watch uh, me play guitar for an hour and make people act a fool of themselves and have a good time. You know what I mean? So, uh, yes, I mean, it's, it's hard to, to uh, even, I mean, I always felt like I was pretty open-minded uh, and tried to look at things a different way just because, you know, like 
you know, being a small town, little country bumpkin from Kansas, you know, you know, what's the smallest town, but you know what I mean? It just sounds out of yeah. the middle of nowhere. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, it was like, uh, fortunate enough. I was raised decently right. And like, you know, like, uh, Topeka was pretty rough. Lawrence, Kansas is one of my favorite places is my favorite place in Kansas. It's a college town. And, uh, just, I liked the vibe there. Um, saw so many shows there growing up and, uh, to a different mindset than what Topeka even was. And in Kansas City, it's a little different too. But, you know, I was always traveling. I would go to Oklahoma or Denver or Arkansas or Nebraska. I would go travel to see play here it's like well i played there or whatever but it's like man road trips were some of my favorite things to do going out hang out bros going to see a death metal concert in some places like we all knew what was going to happen the next week and the same thing that happened this weekend you know what i mean i wanted to do yeah. stuff differently you know and so i traveled as much as i could to see death metal shows growing up and then uh you know, it just became second nature. Like, okay, and now I'm in a band and we're, I'm ripping the roots out of the tree and I'm, I'm ready to go. He's told me so many stories and never told me that, uh, it never took me there. And so I was like, I was bound and determined to get there. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> and here yeah. I am, but you know, I felt uh, along the way, I've been very fortunate to meet all the people I have. I mean, I, I can, you know, I, out of 150 tours, I mean, I can't think of like, 10 or even five instances where I'm just like, man, this fucking, you know, F this, sorry, I don't usually cuss, <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, there's not that many experiences that I'm just like, this is horrible in 25 years. You know what I mean? Most of the time, it's I'm having a good time and I'm, I'm grateful to have had this career. I mean, you know, uh, how much bigger they were. I, 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 I rode this ride a long time. You know what I mean? And I, um, I'm going to continue to do so as long as, as long as I feel like, uh, I'm creating music that's credible and keeps the integrity of the name origin. And we can still play the stuff live and make the fans have a good time. Then I'll continue to do it. I mean, so that's, so, you know, it's all, you know, yeah. in the early days of origin, you know, I felt like it was a job. It was your city to city, state to state, country to country, uh, salesperson, you know, instead of selling like a bank. Oh, did I lose you? I think, I, I think you're coming in and out though. <laughs> I, I, I got most of what you said. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I don't think the bandwidth likes us. <laughs> but I was I was gonna ask like everything you just said to me, Paul. Do you ever think about uh, what you would have been if you weren't a musician? Like, what would you be doing right now? I'd be in the grave or in a jail cell, probably. I was too wild, man. I mean, death I, metal makes me calm. Same here, dude. I I love that answer because it's like I I asked this question, and I think it's an important question because the a lot of the similar answers I get, man probably nothing i'd be fucking dead right now you know it's it that's again a, goes back to my point of bringing people together 
within the music that we listen to. I mean, look at these shows that you guys are playing at, you know, you guys are making an impact, a positive impact on all these shows and all these people who are coming up and just going in a mosh pit and whatever it is that they're doing. You know, it's it's really it's a healthy way to have a release, not just for us, but I imagine for you guys, too, when you're on stage. And and I felt that. Absolutely. So, I mean, it it helps my, you know, creative side. And, you know, like I like, uh, you know, I'm not ever considering myself intelligent, but, you know, like it helps my creative side, you know, like whether music is like a your your life soundtrack you know what i mean i'm like music is how people think you know what i mean yeah hold on a second though you say intelligent everyone go listen to decolonizer all right you tell me how intelligent paul is because you've translated all that into your whatever you're doing on on the axe man it's a thing of beauty i absolutely love that track so i think you know so that's so never sell yourself short paul all right life is short okay well all right. And uh, I really want to appreciate you for just doing everything you've done. Again, this is an important interview for me because an origin is a band I've been following for a long time. So uh, this is it's it's been an honor. But, bro, I feel like the bandwidth is trying to kick us out. <laughs> but I, I got to ask, man, do you have any like any last words, any shout outs, anything else you'd like to plug in or mention as far as origin and Cosmos before we finish things off here? I don't know if you have a another tour coming up, a new music video whatever you can and cannot say the floor is yours, whatever you want to say. Uh, just, uh, <laughs> I'm very grateful for the interview and, uh, I don't have any announcements as of this moment right now, there are some things that are being discussed, uh, for live. Um, I'd love to get back out there and play a little bit more of the newer material because the album was, we were out, um, starting good, May 5th. A good and month. So Over the album month, came out actually, June. Yeah. Yeah. A whole month. So, that most of the people, you know, like I said, the first two weeks, I think of the tour, we were playing two tracks that no one even knew what they were <laughs> listening to. I so, had the album know. already, so I already know what you guys are playing. <laughs> so, <laughs> but so, I can't, yeah, I can't so, wait to hear more of this, though. Yeah, so we played stuff from every era. I don't know. Uh, you know, we got to mix up the set a little bit. You know, I don't know. I would like to be... I always like playing with larger bands uh, when we're not headlining because I always feel that um, we uh, are a good, what do you say? Like a setup? Good bluffer. Bluffer. All right. Origin, a a technically death metal band being a fluffer. That's the theme here. I get it. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like uh, like we we do really good at stealing other people's fan base. (laughs) <laughs> oh that, that's that's for sure and that's a good thing too and uh you you've seen the fan base grow over the years and it's 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 really an amazing thing to see the fluffer man so many so many nicknames for origin oh man oh man i'm put, i'm a dude, put put it all on a shirt just get a shirt put it all on there i mean and just take it on your next tour run please do that i'm, a, I'm, I'm just I'm one of millions of fans musical uh <laughs> whimsies uh, a virtual cornucopia, a cornucopia of musical, <laughs> useless musical knowledge. So there we go. <laughs> Hearing from the maestro himself, but uh, Paul, man, I want to thank you so much for taking the time out to do this, man. This has been an honor, dude. Um, everyone who's listening, this is Paul Ryan, and Cosmos is out now on Nuclear Blast and Agonia Records. If, do me a favor, do Paul, Paul a favor, uh, buy the record because the bands can't do it without your help. You know, I still buy records that's sitting in the corner of my room i'm old-fashioned paul 
I still buy actual records, you know. And bands are even coming out with cassettes these days. I don't know if you've seen. Yeah, them we before. actually yeah. have it on cassette, vinyl, there you go. and well, vinyl wasn't out yet because of the whole Adele thing and the vinyl mm. pressing and all that stuff. That's a whole other story. But <laughs> vinyl will be out soon. We did have CDs and cassettes out. You know, the merchandise. When you go see a concert, merchandise. Buying a T-shirt does a lot for a band. Uh, you know, basically, it's you're uh, you're a walking uh, billboard sign for the band. You know what I mean? So I man, and, and, look at you with these metaphors, Paul. What are you on today, dude? This is man. Crazy. I've been I've been around for a while. So <laughs> twenty five. Man, years I am using yours. And I'm using bits left and right from this interview. Just watch. But um, bro, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna keep you posted once this episode airs. By the way, I'll be in Oklahoma next week. Uh, I I go there a lot. So. My older brother lives out there in Tulsa, so I'm going to be visiting him. So Oklahoma, uh, come out there, man. Oklahoma City, Tulsa. I mean, the metal community is growing and growing and growing every time I go out there. So it's really a great state. Yeah, we'll stay in touch and like, uh, uh, yeah, let me know when this interview airs and like, uh, you know, um, let's uh, maybe get a hold of me a couple of days before the next time we're in uh, the Austin or Dallas area. Yeah. You can see I'm like rubbing my hands like, yeah, we're going to get some cue. So Austin, there's this really cool barbecue joint next to Stubbs. Stubbs Barbecue. Sorry, Stubbs Barbecue. Have yeah, you heard of that? Yeah, Stubbs. yeah, Stubbs Barbecue. So uh, we're going to be covering. Down the street. Yeah, we covered Flogging Molly out there back in March. And dude, I almost missed the show because I kept ordering barbecue. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it was so good. But yeah, Texas barbecue hits you differently. But I'm going to make sure that I, I, I do go to zarda i'm gonna make yes. sure z-a-r-d-a but uh i wish i knew this down back then now no now but i'll keep you posted bro let's stay in touch man uh i will keep you posted once this, uh, episode airs and this will be on all podcast platforms so you can share it with all your okay, fans yeah, out there please so do. i'll share the link way. i'll share the link uh I, I you know they might be a little questionable like man these guys talk about they must be hungry they're talking about food we've been talking about over an hour for just about barbecue and just just <laughs> metal that, that's what it's all about though right it's more than just yeah, an interview no, that's, that's why i like Thank you it's very more much. about it's more about the conversation and the authenticity i like to bring out with my guests so it really means a lot to me so i learn much a lot more about myself as much as i learn from my guests so it's you make my job easy paul let's put it that way so. all right well thanks man I I won't keep you no more. Thanks for having me. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting so, hungry uh, now. I haven't eaten dinner yet. I think I had, some, I had some tacos a couple hours ago, but now I'm getting see, hungry. You're two, you're two hours earlier than me, so <laughs> I'm getting there, but I'm getting there. Don't worry. But um, everyone is listening. This is Paul from the technically death metal band Origin, the Fluffer. <laughs> Chaos Pose <laughs> is out now. Pick it up. It's everywhere worldwide. Paul, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Much love, brother. Stay safe, and I'll see you All right, time, man. Right? Thank you. Thanks for the All interview. Right. Have a great rest of the night. Yeah, I'll talk to you next time, brother. Stay in touch. All right, man. Oh, my God.
Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. If you'd like to check out more, visit www.interviewunderfire.com or our social media channels on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And finally, we want to thank you all for the support you've been giving us. Keep it burning.